Hey there, it's Pastor T with another Psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And this week we're continuing our summer series through the Songs of Ascent, Psalms 120 through 134. We're up to 132. Our Learn by Heart Antiphon for the week is verse 9. I invite you to follow along in your own Bible at home or to listen as I read. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints shout for joy. Remember, O Lord, in David's favor all the hardships he endured, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the Mighty One of Jacob, I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the Mighty One of Jacob. Behold, we heard of it in Ephrathah. We found it in the fields of Jair. Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, and go to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints shout for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. The Lord swore to David a sure oath from which you will not turn back. One of the sons of your body I will set on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their sons also forever shall sit on your throne. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Her priests I will clothe with salvation, and her saints will shout for joy. There I will make a horn to sprout for David. I prepared a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but on him... His crown will shine. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints shout for joy. God turns conditions into convictions. Psalm 132 follows on the heels of Psalm 131, which, as we said last week, is one of the shortest psalms to read, and yet, in the words of Charles Spurgeon, one of the longest psalms to learn. In some ways, Psalm 132 is just the opposite. It's not one of the longest psalms to read, but as far as the Songs of Ascent go, it is. I think it's the longest of all the, the Songs of Ascent. And yet, I want to zero in on a very little word, smack dab in the middle of the psalm, on verse, in verse 12. And it's that word, if. If. Now, why is it significant? Psalm 132 is a messianic psalm. It speaks of the coming of the Davidic king, the promised Messiah, God's anointed one, who is going to resume that messianic line, who is going to take David's throne and carry forth the reign and rule of God. But that promise seems to be predicated on a condition. In verse 12, If your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their sons forever shall sit on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant. In other words, if the Israelites are faithful to the promises that they make to God, then God will keep up his end of the bargain. I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say, if you've read your Old Testament, that it's really a story of the unfaithfulness of the Israelites again and again and again. That conditional sentence has an unfortunate conclusion as often as we come back to these stories over and over. We see 
if your sons are faithful, they're not. <laughs> and this word if, it caused trouble not just for the ancient Israelites, but still for us today. If, 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 that little word causes so much angst and so much uncertainty. Just over the last year and a half, there's been so much if, if, if. If we get out of this pandemic, if we get back to a, a sense of normalcy, if we're able to restore and return our lives to what we've come to expect, if we can be sure that God is with us in the midst of this all, if, 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 in all of our lives, we experience those ifs. If grandma or grandpa gets better, if I find my way out of this relationship quagmire, if I find that vocation that I've really been looking for, if my health takes a turn for the better, if, if, if. There are so many ifs in our lives that it can seem like there's just one big question mark hanging over all of our days. But Psalm 132 doesn't leave us in that uncertain place. And instead we see how our God is a God who turns conditions into convictions. Notice in the latter part of the psalm, beginning with uh, verse 13, the Lord has chosen Zion, he's desired it for his dwelling place. God, recognizing the precariousness of that condition, now goes to his promises and their assurance. This is my resting place in verse 14. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation. I will make a horn to sprout for David. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but on him his crown will shine. God goes from those conditional statements instead to the indicative promises, the assurance that we have. He will bless. He will clothe. He will provide. That is the rock-solid basis on which your certainty and mine is based, so that we don't have to live in that place of questioning conditions, but instead of an unquestioned conviction that our God is faithful, that he takes all of the commas and question marks of this life and he turns them into periods. It is finished, Jesus says. Period. End of discussion. In the midst of all of our uncertainty and all of our conditions in this life, you and I have the unconditional love of our Lord. Period. Let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, we pray that we would continue to lean on your faithful, unfailing love in the midst of this uncertain and often conditional life. Thank you for finishing all things in your son, Jesus, who has been the source of our salvation and the assurance of our firm conviction of faith. In his name we pray. Amen. Now may you go forth this day living in the assured promises of your Lord. Go in his peace. Thank you.